Holy, holy, holy. Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast of communion service. We're going to be taking communion today, reading some scriptures, and connecting with our God, who is uh, merciful and kind, provides for us what we need through His Word, not through our constant words and rites, but through relaxing a little child. I told you I will give it to you. Sit and quiet. Time out. You know, we're using our faith and to try to get God to do something for us ahead of time by not going to the uh, established <clears throat> procedures and protocol. How do I know that? I went for years begging God that I want to be a giant in business. Fasted and prayed and blah, 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 blah. But I didn't want to go out there and do the work. How easy the work was when I was a young person. But as I got older, I knew there was gold in that mountains, but wasn't willing to go out there and dig. I wanted a guy to give it to me on my terms and my, my constant badgering. But I learned through quietness and self-control that God works but he works first of all he wants your rest your salvation and first things first amen so let's go ahead and take communion after we pray then I'm going to read a few scriptures I am going to mention water wonderful water make sure you have some purified water next to you So as you read the scriptures out loud, you already have the water in you. You have the image of the cross and the blood of Jesus dripping in the cross and seeing it. This is the way we photosynthesis into the spirit realm, the way I understand it. It works for me, and I'm very happy to share it with you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father and Lord... Thank you so much, Father, for providing these sequence of suggestions, Lord, that we may go forward using our imagination, our belief, and our surrender, Lord, to receive from you what we need, healing, peace, direction, Lord, supplies for the journey and for the work that we're doing for your household and for your children, Lord. We ask for the strength the wisdom and the talents and the gifts and to be a right-standing agency, Lord. We are a right-standing agency, a distributor of good words. Hallelujah. For your children and your souls, the souls out there, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here with me. And if you're consistently coming to this podcast, I thank you. I praise God for you, and I pray for you, a high five, a hug, and say my favorite word, uh, words I like to say to you, I love you, <clears throat> you're an eagle, one of a kind, tenacity, um, diligent, you know, and, and you're good to yourself, you're good to yourself, amen. All right, let's go ahead and let's imagine... Jesus on the cross. We're back at Calvary, okay? All of us. 
And thank God for the Passion movie that we can see the blood dripping on his forehead, the blood dripping on his shoulders, on his side. Let's take a moment to, uh, to imagine that we have touched the blood, feel it in our hands, smear it on our faces, and just think about the blood of Jesus. Think about having uh, all the blood of Jesus collected in a bottle, like um, a five-gallon glass bottle of water, but you have the blood of Jesus in there. And I and think about having uh, quite a bit of blood in there. And that's a portion to your lifetime for you to use, for you to be sanctified, be holy, be made whole with the blood, <clears throat> to use its power that's alive with your imagination. With my imagination, I see the blood. I acknowledge it. Thank you, Lord God, for the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the for the work that it does. Thank you for the power that comes out of the blood, Lord. We just reflect on it. We thank you that Jesus left his blood here for us to be sanctified, to be holy, and to be one with the Father, one with Jesus, to be established on the earth as we are established in heaven. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for that blood. And thank you for the water, the water that came out of Jesus' side with the blood. Thank you for the water that Jesus was baptized in and the water that he came out with the water bag when he was born. Lord, we just thank you for that wonderful water. Jesus said that you must be born again by blood and by water. So we are being born again, Lord, with new attitudes with blood and water. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for that wonderful water. And Lord, we speak to the water that we're about to drink. We say, wonderful water, wonderful water. Do your wonders, water, as we drink. Do your wonders. And let's go ahead and partake of the cup of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Now take bread, the broken bread of Jesus Christ. Let's go ahead and participate. I know I'm doing it backwards, but bear with me. Thank you, Lord, that Jesus Christ died on the cross and he broke his body for us. Lord, We thank you for the body broken. Let's go ahead and break the bread and take bread in. This is the body of Christ giving it up for us. Holy, holy, holy. Amen. Say with me. Holy, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is He. Thank you, Lord. There it is. There's the presence of God. There's that peace that passes understanding in our hearts and minds. Praise be to the Lord 
who has given rest to his people, Israel, just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promise he gave through his servant Moses. 1 Kings 8, 5, 56. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside the peaceful streams. Psalm 23, verse 1 and 2. Truly, my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from Him. Yet my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Psalms 62, verse 1 and verse 5. Unless the Lord builds the house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. Psalms 127 verse 1 and 2. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight verse 30. God promises of entering his rest still stands, so we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the fate of those who listened to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, In my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Even though this rest has been ready since he made the world, we know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all his works. But in the other passage, God said, they will never enter my place of rest. So God's rest is there for people to enter, but those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter their rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel... We will fail. 
Hebrews 4, verses 1 through 11. <clears throat> Thank you, family, for coming on today. I'm in bringing you a letter called Praise News for February 2023, sent to us by Foundation of Praise, P.O. Box 2518, Escondido, California, 92033-2518. Phone number is 760-741-2755. You can find them at foundationofpraise.org, www.foundationofpraise.org. And this is what they send out, that whoever receives this letter is being prayed for. And I don't know how many letters they send out, but there's thousands and maybe in the hundreds and thousands, maybe millions, I don't know. But I'm praying for the people, and this is what they pray. We pray for each other. It says right here. Um, we pray, let's agree, prayer for everyone who receives praise news. We have received so many requests for prayer. Some of these requests are financial difficulties, loss of a loved one, hardships, uh, military people, salvation, unemployment, health issues, marital problems in our nation. So let's go ahead and pray for them before I read this to you. And then we'll, I'll read you the letter, why it's so important that we all sign up and get a letter on our own. In the mailbox. And the scripture that they use for that, it says, Deuteronomy 4.29 says, But from there you will seek the Lord, your God, and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Deuteronomy 4.29 But from there you will seek the Lord, your God, and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Deuteronomy 4.29. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for all of God's people. We thank you, Lord God, for their love, their laughter, and their joy. We thank you, Lord God, that there are no big deals when we are in Christ Jesus. For Jesus said, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. We thank you for these people that are going through hardships and anyone listening to me. I pray for them, Lord God. I pray that you receive them and receive their requests. Hold them in your arms, Jesus, as you promised, and heal them. Fix them up, Lord, that their problems and issues will never be a problem again. They will not be a concern, for you have taken care of them. You have done the miracle for them. Lord, we pray for salvation for the lost ones and the people in their lives, and their situations, all these people in Jesus' name. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, so be it done. Amen. All right, here's the letter. It says, What Should We Expect by Marilyn Carotters? As we learn to praise the Lord for everything, what should we expect? Most of us expect quick results. If there are no quick benefits, our short attention spans will sometimes cause us to move on to something else. Therefore, many people do not learn how the power of praise can bring undeniable miraculous results. I have seen many occasions when praising God brought immediate results. But I have, I have also learned that God wants us to expect His will to be done rather than our own will. You and I face an uncertain future. Personal and family tragedies 
may be only seconds away. In many respects, our futures are beyond our control. The potential for disease, accidents, and financial calamity surrounds us. Our surrounding hardships aren't very different from those faced by the people to whom in Paul's time wrote 2,000 years ago. He asked them to decide whether tribulations, distress, persecutions, famine, nakedness, or sword could separate them from God's love. Then he said, no, not at all. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Romans 8, 35 and 37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. While our future is unknown to us, the results can be known. Paul said we could know what, that God would work everything for our good. We can know. Once we become rooted in that principle, beautiful changes happens in us. Fear of the unknown begins to fade. Losing inner fear is one of the greatest miracles we can experience. We are no longer controlled by the circumstances of this world. Instead, this world is controlled by our faith. Does our fate work? I watch people face death who were filled with faith, and others face death who were controlled by this world. What a difference. Again, I watch people faith face death who were filled with faith and others face death who were controlled by this world what a difference both persons may have pain but pain without fear is far different from pain drenched in fear it is so different that it isn't even comparable don't wait until you face several calamities before you fill your mind and heart with faith In God's loving, perfect care, I exhort you to study God's will for you. Be prepared for whatever test may lie ahead. He promised to be with us always. So let's learn to trust him where we are in whatever circumstances. You may like where you are now, but still worry about the future. Or you may struggle with your present condition and want to be somewhere else. Whatever your attitude, your mission is still the same. Believe that God is working in your situation for your good. Romans 8.28 Fail in this task and you face a fearful future. There is no other way to prepare for the unknown events that lie ahead. Those who watched Jesus die undoubtedly thought his death was a worthless tragedy that accomplished nothing. Now we know that his death accomplished everything. Believe that today is one small part of God's eternal plan for you. If today is difficult, harsh, or painful, remember, Jesus' day on the cross, he was fulfilling his part in order that you and I might have eternal life. Again, believe that today is one small part of God's eternal plan for you. If today is difficult, harsh, or painful, remember Jesus' day on the cross. He was fulfilling his part in order that you and I may might have eternal life. Amen.
Marilyn Carotters. He has this letter was sent out November 1994. It's a reprint. And his wife, Mary, she writes a letter. And it coincides with this letter. Her, her name, Mary Carotters. And she writes, Is it true? Is the Bible true? Can we really depend on it? The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119, verse 105, that God's word was a lamp for his feet and a light for his pathway. When this psalm was composed years ago, New Testaments were yet to be written. People of that day did not have as full a revelation of God as we do today. Yet the psalmist believed he could rely on the scripture that he did have. He says in Psalm 119, 114, I have put my hope in your word. The psalmist could put his hope and trust in God's word. Then so can we. Because God's word never changes. Verse 89. It is just as appropriate for God's people today as it was thousands of years ago. God commanded his people to keep the gifts of sex within marriage. Was he wanting them to be in inhibited? Was he trying to keep them from having fun? Of course not. God wanted and still wants to keep marriage stable today. We have rampant diseases, as well as a multitude of hurting, aching people with broken lives. Yes, God's word is very relevant today. How about Jesus' command to love our enemies? Matthew 5, 44. I discovered something about the Bible. God's commands to us are for our good. That's right. When I can operate in the realm of God's agape love, I am in charge of the situation. I'm in control of my attitude, my words, and my actions. I'm not responsible for other people's attitudes or actions. God only holds me accountable for my own, whatever the situation. If I am controlled by God's agape love, I win. Why should I care if someone thinks poorly of me or falsely accuses me? If I am pleasing to God, then I am more than a conqueror. Romans 8.37 can you see how Jesus is glorified when any of us manage to exhibit the love of God to those who treat us badly? What the devil meant for evil, to hurt our feelings or to make us angry or whatever, God has caused to work for our good. Romans 8.28 Whatever comes across the pathway in our lives, let's allow God's word to be our guide. And his love controls us. That makes God happy and gives glory to Jesus. Amen. Now, in this letter, they, that was Mary, Mary Carotters. In this letter, they sent testimonies about uh, Marilyn Carotters' second book, Power in Praise. Now, I buy these by the hundreds, and I buy Prison to Praise by the thousands. I think I have 200 Prison to Praise left. And I have about, oh, I have about 25 power and praise. And I have Spanish prison to praise. I got about 100 of those. And I pass them out on a daily basis when I get the uh, prayer and I ask people to read it.
and I may I ask them for a commitment. I just passed one out yesterday to a 16 year old young man. They came to an AA meeting with his mom, and I noticed he was very respectful. And the reason they both came because they were shooken out, shooken up by a fentanyl, fentanyl overdose death of another young man that was laced with that and he didn't make it. And so the opportunity to get the word of God in there and their repentant stage and noticing that the world is too crazy to be out without a program and it's too dangerous. They come. They came twice. They came to the noon meeting. I was running it. And then they. I asked them to come to the night meeting for hot dogs, pizza, and hamburgers, and two good testimony speakers. They did. They also bought books. They bought the AA Big Book. They bought the Alnan Book. And they. And we raffle out tickets. They raffle out tickets. So keep these this family in prayer, please. A young 16-year-old and his mother. They're for, you know, just keep them in prayer, Kate and Chris, for they want to do good. We have a chance to insert these words into their hearts so they'll change their lives. The mother's been in al before, and she's uh, very happy to be here and to purchase the books. We raffled out some some books, and she won a book. <laughs> she ended up getting prisoner praise for her son, uh, three books for herself, and all she spent it was about twenty two bucks. Plus, they got a meal out of it, and a lot of friendship. So, when God's hand is moving in a person's life, good things happen. So, now getting back to the to the power and praise newsletter. We have here, people wrote in about the book. So the reason I'm reading to you, I'd like to ask you to get that book, Power and Praise. You can buy five books for $21.20 with shipping costs. Ten books for $33.75 with shipping costs. Twenty-five books. Now remember, I have this book in my podcast. I read it in there. It took me a while, but I got it in this podcast somewhere. You have to find it. Uh, it's called Prison to Praise. So this is some of the testimonies that people wrote in. It says, reading power and praise has taught me much about always praising Jesus. Thank you for continuing this good work. The more we thank him, the more joy he gives us. From Elizabeth in California. Power and praise changed the way I pray, and it has helped me in my faith journey. A friend gave me the book before she tragically passed and said it had a powerful impact on her life. I'm going to continue her legacy in Maryland's by sharing many copies of Power and Praise. Nancy from Pennsylvania. I read Power and Praise and it has greatly helped my faith after our family went through years of homelessness after a failed business. It was a very difficult time, but this book was helped to me to trust God. It helped me. As he works all things together for our good, I am so grateful for this powerful book and reminds and the reminders to praise God in all circumstances. As from Michelle from Washington. 
Power and praise positively affected my walk with Christ. I was so blessed by it that I told my family that they needed to read it, and they have been just as encouraged as I was. Christopher from Correctional Institutions, Florida. Reading Power and Praise led me to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I'm so grateful for the impact this book has on my life, and it is one of the best books I have ever read. Jerry from County Jail, California. I read Power and Praise, and it truly has been a big blessing in my life. I really need prayers as I sit there alone in my cell. David from County Jail, Florida. Your books are a gift from God. I'm trying to build a Christian library within a library in the jail system, and I appreciate all the books you send. A chaplain from Jail Ministry for Jesus, Illinois. Now, there's been a lot of people that donate money. I'm getting ready to donate some money, too. And this is where they sent those books to. These are the... It's a list of correctional facilities in the United States that they sent boxes of books for free for the inmates. I always wondered why the Lord said, set the prisoners free. And in my mind, well, didn't they do something wrong? Why are we going to set them free? You know, heal the sick, set the prisoners free. You know, the God's mercy is once you repent, once you learn your lesson, or if you didn't even learn your lesson, you're set free. Amen. Here are the a list of the places. Ash County Jail, Jefferson, North Carolina. Psychiatric Hospital, Ancora, New Jersey. Metro County Jail, Mobile, Alabama. McLean County Jail, Waco, Texas. Stearns County Jail, St. Cloud, Minnesota. Or Montana. State Hospital, Chattahoochee, Florida. Detention Facility, Martinez, California. Correctional Institution, Turville, South Carolina. Correctional Center, Farmington, Montana. Correctional Center, Hudsonville, uh, WV. Union Correctional Institution, Rayford, Florida. Azalea, Azalea. City Prison Ministry, Valdosta, Georgia. Owachita Correctional Center, Monroe, Louisiana. North Fork Correction Facility, Syrie, Oklahoma. Greensville Correctional Center, Jarrett, Virginia. Mark Luthrell Transition Center, Memphis, Tennessee. Clark County Sheriff's Office, Vancouver, Washington. Northeast Reintegration Center, Cleveland, Ohio. Correctional Institution, Main Unit, Avon Park, Florida. Territorial Correctional Facility, Cannon City, Colorado. And Bootcomb County Detention Center, Asheville, North Carolina. And again, uh, you can get a hold of these uh, individuals with... uh, 1-800-PRAISE, P-R-A-I-S-E, 1-PRAISE, with the number 1 in the back, for credit card orders, or 1-800-772-4731. And the other phone number they have is 760-741-2755. 
Remember foundationofpraise.org. Get your copy and don't forget to look at the movie, the free movie on YouTube. It's called Prison of Praise. It's on YouTube, 58, 59 minutes. Now remember, someone gave a book, Prison of Praise, to one of the uh, teachers in this university back east. And the university gave the book to the arts department. All the arts department read the book, and they called the author, and they asked them, can we do your me- your movie for free? Can our acting and cameras and everything re- re- redo your, reinstate or whatever? And they did. They did the movie, and it's on YouTube and for free. I used to buy this movie with VHSs and lend them out. And then VHS is in Spanish, and then DVDs, and then them out in DVDs in Spanish, and never get them back, lose them. But now it's on YouTube. Never lose heart. May the Lord bless us and keep us, keep us tuned up, excited and adventurous that this is Jesus' earth and world. And Jesus is Lord, and we are world overcomers because we are born of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a great day, family. Give them heaven.